Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. sacred home where our base Hamikdash stood now the foxes roam overcome with grief by their awful plight such a desecration to the holiest of sights but one man shed no tears he just stood there laughed and smiled He answered their confusion and explained This destruction was foretold Before our home is built anew So I smile as I see those words come true And though we wait for so many years Our faith remains the same That soon the time will come when we will know of no more pain And though we've cried so many tears We are comforted by you Akiva, Akiva, Nicham We have known it would take this long Clinging to your hopeful words, trying to be strong You're the one who taught that we too can find Beyond the pain and sorrow, there is a greater plan in mind that one day we'll see the glory of our eternal base amikdash As the sounds of laughter fill our streets again Our elders and our children in the city of our king many years our faith remains the same that soon the time will come when we will know of no more pain though we've cried so many tears we are comforted by you Akiva, Akiva Akiva, Akiva, Nihantanu. 
No, no. 
השנה אני רוצה לומר לכם שעם הטלית הזאת, על הבמה הזאת, המהפכה האמיתית זה שכל אחד ידע שצריך להיות גאה להיות יהודי בארץ ישראל. ככה נהיה חזקים 
ונדע תמיד שיש אחד ששומר עלינו ואין עוד מלבדו. מודה אני כל בוקר שהחזרת את נשמתי מודה אני על בגד שהנחת על גופי שלא יהיה לי קל אתה שומר עליי מודה אני כל בוקר על האור על עצם היותי מודה אני עליך שהנחת לשולחני שלא אהיה רעב שלא אדע כאב. על אינספור חיוכיי מודה אני על כל כישרונותיי ועל כל שיריי את כולה מקדיש לך דע לך, דע לך אבא שמודה אני לך
תודתי אליך אקריא, אליך אקריא. תודה רבה
J.M. in the A.M. There we go. Wednesday morning broadcast as we uh, as we feature all the great music uh, here on a uh, on a Wednesday morning. Um, Simcha Liner with Nishama. You heard Modani done by Omer Adam. Yaakov Shweki's Musica. Hashkena done by Eitan Freilich. Eighth day. Well, we're talking a lot about eighth day today. They got a big concert coming up with Bring It Home. Akiva, that was Baruch Levine. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday, and this February the 13th, day number eight in the month of Adar 1, the year 5779, Tufshin Test, 36 degrees, 94% humidity, winds are west, 7 miles an hour, partly cloudy, high 41, mostly clear for tonight, low 30. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 46 degrees. Usual I'm at 59, and we are at the 36 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. I'll tell you, uh, rough weather yesterday in this area, and there's still a lot of this uh, precipitation on the ground. Be careful out there. It could be very slushy and slippery where you are. Even here in Manhattan, there's a little bit of that. Uh, and welcome to a Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk more about the uh, Soul to Soul concert with Life Simchas and uh, and Eighth Day. That'll be happening uh, later on this, uh, this morning with Shmuley Goldman. And Assemblywoman uh, Neely Rosick is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour, talk a little bit about what's happening in government, especially on the subject of anti-Semitism. It's all coming up here on a uh, uh, on Wednesday morning at the JM in the AM. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Plenty more uh, coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. 
Here's Ohad.
J.M. in the A.M. There we go. <laughs> so yesterday we spoke with, uh, that. that's Bezra uh, Hashem uh, done by Barry Weber. The big medley before that was from Beats 2.0. Ohad had Eretz Yisrael. We spoke yesterday with Elliot Steinmetz, the coach of the Yeshiva University basketball team, the men's basketball team. And uh, we can't be any prouder of their amazing accomplishments both on and off the court. Many of you are aware of the fact that uh, many of you are aware of the fact that they have won 16 games in a row. Anyway, the uh, final three games of their schedule have now changed. We originally told you they'd play last night, but that was postponed because of the weather. So there's a home game tomorrow night, there's a home game Saturday night, and there's a home game Monday night. Those will be the last three games of the regular season. And then the home playoff game that is guaranteed for Yeshiva University is going to take place, listen to this, Friday, February the 22nd at noon up at Yeshiva University. Yeah, that's the way it stands right now. So the weather has really messed things up a bit, and that is the new schedule. This is, <coughs> excuse me, this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Galit Sal in the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. If you want to sponsor all or part of a JMN broadcast in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, for whatever reason, which we greatly appreciate, you go to uh, 
fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And, uh, and that'll be that. The rabbi says on the app, me and my students are stuck in College Point due to the weather. We're listening to Jam the M before heading back to Atlanta. Great kosher pizza, thanks to Grubhub and the pizza professor in Kew Gardens Hills. Crazy good pizza, and kudos to Y user right John Green for dropping off donuts at the hotel. Oh, I wish we would have known about this. We would have gone and visited everybody last night. Uh, looking forward to the uh, 30th Yeshiva University Model United Nations. Hopefully, you shall lie him. Thanks, YU from AJA. That is nice. All right, so hello to AJA and all the students that are up with the rabbi for Yunman, and I don't know why we just lost our feed from Israel, but some of these things are frankly inexplicable. So we will head into hour number two of our radio broadcast, and I thank all of you for tuning in and uh, listening in to us right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki and Aleph Beige. You heard Miami before that with Shalom. Yonatan Razel, Hatov, Sechazena opened up the hour. That's Benny Friedman here at J.M. in the A.M. 19 minutes after 7 o'clock. Big concert coming up on the 24th of February. Uh, both uh, Eighth Day and Eif Simchas, believe it or not, will be on stage together for Chaz Day Soul to Soul. We'll talk about that coming up later on. Uh, Assemblywoman Neely Rosick, New York City. Scheduled to join us coming up 
She has a lot to say about the uh, public statements that are being made by certain government officials about Jews and Israel. We'll speak with her about that. She'll join us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JM in the AM. Coming up at 9 a.m., Bite Size with Yoni Pollock. Joining Yoni today, Tova Heller of Tova Talk. She's joined by Cindy Wiesel, coordinator of Camp Drawer. That'll be happening between 9 and 11. At 11 o'clock, it's live lunch with Avrami from Israel. Make sure to join them and stay, t- stay, and stay tuned in all day long for all the fun and all the music. More coming up 20 minutes after the hour at JM in the AM. Heavy load 
Until God told Moses he was going to give us our freedom. Coming home, the chosen people are going to start coming home. The chosen people are going to start coming home back to Canaan. Milk and honey in the promised land. It's one big family reunion in the family of man. Coming home, chosen people are going to start coming home. Chosen people are going to start coming home, back to Canaan, milk and honey in the promised land. It's one big family reunion in the family of man. To the four winds We lost our home, our land, our temple and freedom We leave through everything they could give us By the hand of God we're back with a brand new beginning Coming home Chosen people are gonna start coming home. Chosen people are gonna start coming home. Back to Canaan, milk and honey in the promised land. It's one big family reunion in the family of man.
JM and the AM, Yoni Z with that one. It's called Animamin off of his uh, self-titled album here at JM and the AM. Uh, paid careful attention to the Yes Legacy before that with Coming Home, done by Arye Kunstler and Benny Friedman with his song entitled As a Jew here at JM in the AM. So Wednesday morning broadcast, as I said, there's a big concert coming up on Sunday, February the 24th. We'll speak about that and uh, talk about the uh, amazing organization behind it in just a moment here at JM the AM. First, Robert David Goldwasser's words, and here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn that Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania kissed the stone that he sat on and said, This stone is compared to Harsinai, and the one who sat on it is comparable to the Aaron Abris. He testified on himself that his two arms were like the Atzechayim, the pillars of the Sefer Torah, and he was Mushlam, complete in Torah and Mitzvos. Moshe Rabbeinu asked, that Rebbe Eliezer should be one of his descendants. What was his beginning? Interesting, his father had many fields. Rebbe Eliezer helped to plow the fields. One day, his father found himself crying, and he said to him, Maybe you're crying because the field is too full of rocks. I'll give you easier fields to plow. Rebbe Eliezer sat, and he was still crying. When his father asked him, Why are you crying? He said he wants to learn Torah. His father said to him, You're 28 years old. Marry a wife, have children, and they will learn Torah. Rebbe Eliezer went for two weeks and barely ate a morsel. Elioa Novi appeared to him and said, Ben Horkinus, why are you crying? Rebbe Eliezer said, Because I want to learn Torah. Elioa Novi told him, If you want to go to learn Torah, Go to Yerushalayim, to the great Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Eliezer went to the yeshiva. He found Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and he sat and cried. Why are you crying? Because I want to learn Torah. Rabbi Yochanan asked him, Who is your father? But Eliezer didn't answer. Did you learn Kriyashma? Did you learn how to say Birchus or how to Davin? All of the answers came back in the negative. Stand up, and I will teach you. Rebbe Eliezer cried again. Why are you crying, Esau Yochanan? Because it is Torah that I want to learn. At that point, Rebbe Yochanan taught him two halachos every day, and Rebbe Eliezer would review it. So it was that Rebbe Eliezer began to grow and become a godol ador. Soon, he expounded Torah, and his face was shining like the sun. Rabbi Yochanan kissed the great Rebbe Eliezer on his head and said, Ashrechem, Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov, Happy are you, O forefathers, that this wonderful student of Torah, this beacon of light, came from you. If a person should ever give up, despair, or think it's too late, Maybe an individual thinks they did too many averas, too many sins, and they can't do tshuva, they can't repent. There's no way to make up for all the lost time that I didn't learn. Rebbe Eliezer Hagadol, who didn't even know how to say Shema, comes to tell us we can begin with whatever one can at any point in time. It's never too late. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser. 
bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM Wednesday. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Well, I've been mentioning that there's a major event coming up on the 24th of February, and it's not just because it's the annual Chazday Soul to Soul event, which is always a big Jewish music presentation. This year, they're doing something extra special. Not to overshadow Eighth Day, of course. They're amazing. Uh, but many of us are used to seeing them in concert around the country and around the world. Eighth Day will be there for Soul to Soul 5779. But in addition, they're doing something unique and interesting. The reunion of the smash hit band Eif Simchas. And, of course, that means Yishai Lapidot is going to be starring in the show. It's all happening Sunday, February the 24th at the Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Starts at 7 p.m. Information about all of this, you can either go to jewishtickets.com. might be the easiest way to get information. Jewishtickets.com. You could uh, walk into Judaica World on Kingston Avenue in Crown Heights where they have tickets. You could use the phone number at 718-604-1234. Again, that's 718-604-1234. There's even a website, soultosoul.org. But again, jewishtickets.com might be the easiest way to do all of this. Shmuley Goldman is with us. Cyril's not able to join us this morning. Our condolences to her and her family as she is uh, in the middle of sitting Shiva for her father. Uh, but Shmuley is here with some special guests in our studio on a Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. How Thank are you? Uh, first of all, our condolences, obviously, to your wife Thank you and her much. family uh, on your father-in-law's passing. Normally, of course, Cyril would be here because she is passionate about the work of Chazde Soul to Soul, uh, but we wish you only wonderful occasions in the future, Bezrat Hashem. Thank you very much. And welcome to the show. Thank you. And the show will go on. The show will go on. The show will go on. And you are ready. I mean, look, I hope people have been reacting the way I initially reacted when you told me what's going to be happening on the 24th of February. Eif uh, Simchas uh, is, <laughs> is an iconic name. I, I, I said to Yishai Lapidot, when I saw him at the Hess concert, I said, you know, I'll never forget that night at the Manhattan Center 20-some years ago when Ive Simplis was the biggest hit, and, and it seemed like, you know, the, the old hockey joke where every every uh, hockey fan in New York is in Madison Square Garden every other night, you know, because they always say there's only 20,000 fans. It seemed like every person who was an Ive Simplis fan found their way to that venue that night, and uh, hopefully all these years later they're going to do it again as Yishai Lapidot uh, reunites the uh, Ive Simplis band on the twenty fourth of February, and as I said, not to take away from Eighth Day, they're pretty good. Uh, they're pretty good themselves. Now, has Eighth Day done a Chazday Soul to Soul show before? Eighth Day has done our show before. This is, I think, their fourth appearance at Soul to Soul. Really? They're yeah. that popular, huh? Yeah. Well, and so you know, they've uh, they are they are amazingly broad in their appeal. You know, oh, yeah. they they are they're both up to date and and. Um, appealing to young people, Correct. but their content is also, you know, appealing to people that are not so young anymore. It's for everybody. And it's for everybody. And, and they so. have the new album, and it seems every time they put out something new, there's a whole, you know, rejuvenation of, of their uh, of their following. So Eighth Day is going to be headlining on the night of February the 24th. We'll talk more about the Yishai Lapidot of Simcha's piece, but one thing we got to mention right off the bat, and that is that you've chosen a new venue, right? Isn't this the first time you're at the Master Theater? It is the first time we're at the Master Theater, <clears throat> and um, so we're 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 moving out of I guess where we traditionally have always been in the in the vicinity of Crown Heights, right? Um, and not <clears throat> to put down the venues you've been in, they've been very nice. But the Master Theater, frankly, 
is a nice upgrade. Right. It's a step up. And, you know, <laughs> we, we are bringing in uh, to the organization, there's new energy and new talent in any organization in order for it to continue to develop and grow and have life and energy needs to have people and new people get involved and directing and directing things. And part of the reason why we have additional people with us here today who we're going to uh, introduce in a moment, but is it, is it these new people who helped move this to the master theater? It's true. Interesting. These, these two pe- these so they new get people. credit for it, huh? And and some <laughs> of the new production team that that we've assembled for this year's show. So it's it's been an effort to um, to broaden the appeal, to reach out to a broader uh, audience, and to you know look for bigger venues and more professional venues um, because we're always trying to put on. The best show that we can. So, in addition to it being nicer, Master Theater has more seats than you're used to. It does have slightly more seats than than what certainly what was available for us last year, right. um, and so that was a, a big consideration for us because we knew that there's going to be a lot of people that want to be at this show, and we want to be able to accommodate everybody. And so, the move. Shmuley Goldman is helping me introduce uh, Yossi Sofer and Mika Sofer to our audience. They are two of the people that you mentioned that have become part of this organization helping it move forward, right? Correct. So Yossi and Mika have been part of our organization for about 13 years wow. uh, as members of the board. And uh, Yossi runs a an advertising company called Unique Advertising. And in fact, uh, his first involvement was when we did the Avram Fried show in 5766. I don't know if you remember, there was sort of an iconic poster of Avram Fried, sort of in a in a pool of light, and it was our first really upgraded poster where we went from like oh, and that kind of his, kind of his, kind of amateur world to professional his, world. His design, and that was his design, and he's designed every single poster since then. Nice, this one looks great. And Mika runs uh, a pretty popular website called Col Live, and she's the founder and publisher of that, and she's been involved with helping us all through the years with publicity and PR and and um, planning and so on. And this year, really, she's taken a, a pretty uh, upfront role in terms of the concert production itself. So as we discuss things today, many of the questions that we might have, one of the things we want to talk about that are going to be specifically about the content of the show, right. I'm going to be looking to Mika to say, hey, Mika, what do you think about that? So uh, she's been really front and center in terms of that. And Yossi's taken a, a much more leadership role in terms of helping us raise the necessary funds, which, of course, at the end of the day, is what this is really all about. We love, we love putting on a tremendously entertaining show. But uh, at the end of the day, this is about helping families with special needs and their children. So Eighth Day has the ability to uh, bring people in even closer to the organization. Huh? They have the ability to really solidify this uh, partnership <laughs> because people are excited about the fact that they're headlining on the 24th of February. They are, and I, I would actually ask Mika to talk a little bit about you know some of the things that they've been working on together about... Uh, the kind of show that they're planning for. All right, well, with that in mind, Mika, good morning to you. Hello, good morning. And uh, as we said earlier, a lot of people out there are familiar with COL Live, and that's something that you're responsible for, so congratulations on that. Thank you. COL stands for? Chabad Online. Chabad Online, there you go. As simple as that, as direct as possible. This eighth day performance will be different than some of the other eighth day performances that we've seen in the past? Absolutely. In, In what way? We're planning a brand new show. It's all new. It's um, we're having all new medleys and a very very spectacular show planned by. We have a lot of experts working with us on that. We have someone named Mendy Barone Productions. He is well known in the field for exciting, amazing lighting and video production, full scale. We have someone named Davidi Crumby, who's also well known in the musical world. He's going to do our musical production. 
And we're looking forward to something really, really different and exciting. And those two gentlemen are working with Eighth Day, yes. in addition to Ipe Simplus, to make this something better and spectacular. I think it's going to be something that people are going to be really surprised. You know, I've seen before, you know, eighth day, the two gentlemen, they give us the impression that they're independent. They give us the impression that they do their own thing. Are they ready to take direction and collaborate with these gentlemen and make it an even better show? In this case, yes. Everyone's <laughs> very, very excited. <laughs> it sounds like I gave a pretty good assessment, frankly, uh, but they are very creative. And they have a direction, I'm sure, in their minds that, you know, that yes. get, gets into every show, right? That helps them plan every single show. And in this case, as you said, they'll be working together to make it even better. Now, how did this whole Yishal Apidot, I've Simplest thing start? Because I don't think anybody has, in, in, at least in this area, in New York and New Jersey, Yishai is extremely popular around the world. If you follow him, you see he has unbelievable popularity. But here in this area, it's been a while since he's made you know, any type of noise. How did this all start? Well, the thing is that we've been doing the show for so many years that we're constantly trying to up our game every year, and it gets harder because there's right. a lot. There's not that much talent. So when we were really thinking about it, we realized that a lot of us grew up on his music. We love Of Simchas. We love their music, and we're just so excited to bring it back because we all miss it. And uh, I know that the, the group is not completely the same as it was, right? There's, right. Some people have have moved on. Um, but so when we say reunite, are we going to have other original members aside from Yishai with him? Yes. Yes. Two of the other members are the original members. from nice. And they'll be doing the songs that we remember. All our favorites, all our favorite songs. Uh, also Yishai, and I mentioned the Hess concert earlier where he appeared. Uh, he's composed a lot of songs that people don't realize are his. Will those be included, even though they may not be Ife Simcha's hits? A, a number of them will be. I mean, uh, we're definitely going to have some surprises. I don't see how he can go on stage and not sing a Lake Catan, frankly. So, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to come and see. I assume that's part of it. What do you guys think of the? And yes, you feel free to, uh, you know, I mean, Mika's doing a really good job. So I, you may, you may want to stay right where you are. Uh, to give me a word about the Master Theater because, uh, not again, nothing, nothing against the amazing work that all of you have done with Chaz De Soltis over the years. But generally, you've been in local schools and venues like that. This is. And I've been there recently. We did a show there, Sukkis, and it, it, it's it's turned into a really spectacular venue. Yes. I mean, the Master Theater has upped our game so much that it's like it's exponentially going to be a more amazing show because just the way the, the, the you have the video screens and all the, right. the capacity that you can do there is not like you can do in a public school. Larger stage. Uh, the lighting, I'm sure, is being worked on to be something yes. spectacular. That room, you know, lends itself to that. And as you said, the sound and the uh, and the presentation certainly have a major advantage there at the Master Theater. Now, Shmoli, I've been telling people the easiest way to do this is jewishtickets.com. Do you agree with me? Absolutely. It's the easiest way. It's the easiest way. You get, you go there, you see the information, and you buy your tickets. Simple as that. So jewishtickets.com has all the information. Just click on it. You'll see it says February 24th, and your tickets uh, are available there uh, for both 8th Day and the Yishal Apidot of Simchas combination for Soul to Soul 57 Seven. I will talk about the organization in a moment because a lot of people are listening and don't realize what the organization does. But I want to say one thing, and that is in addition to the regular ticket prices, there are VIP level seats. You welcome sponsorships. You want people to buy the expensive tickets to feel at home in the first couple of rows, right? I mean, this is all Absolutely. available to people. Absolutely. So, I mean, the, the primary reason, of course, is that <clears throat> sorry about the fundraiser. <laughs> And um, we want the people to, to who can and enjoy great Jewish music. I want to have that that uh, upfront experience. Right. 
to absolutely get become part of us as as VIP ticket holders. We also really welcome sponsorships at greater levels. You know, corporate sponsorships. Uh, anybody who's willing to support the cause, which we'll talk about soon. Right. We have a variety of of uh, you know levels of sponsorship that's available, and we welcome people's participation. You know, of, of uh, diamond sponsorships, platinum sponsorships. Oh, and you even have uh, a journal for that. And we right? do have a journal for the that we publish for the show, which you know is uh, advertising and recognition of those people who have it in their hearts to really care about uh, this children with special needs. All right. So if you're a general ticket buyer, JewishTickets.com, if you want to speak to the people at Soul to Soul. Uh, and be a uh, sponsor of the event in any way, shape, or form, and really be in a couple of rows of that theater that are remarkable. You, you will, you will, as great as the Master Theater is, and it's beautiful, it's renovated, etc. Uh, if you sit up front there, it really is an amazing experience. Uh, the uh, phone number we'll give is seven one eight six zero four one two three four. Again, that's seven one eight six zero four one two three four for the sponsorship opportunities. And who will address what Chazde Soul to Soul does on a daily basis? Will that be you? Yeah, I'll start, and then I, <clears throat> I'm going to look to Yassi to jump right. in in the conversation. So, you know, for those that don't know, Chazde Soul to Soul was founded uh, approximately 16 years ago. This is going to be our 16th concert fundraiser that we've done. That is hard to believe. It is hard to believe. <laughs> it is hard to believe. And, and so you've the, helped a lot of families over the years. You know, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. We shouldn't have to do this ever again, but unfortunately, until the need goes away, we right. intend to keep on doing this. And uh, so families with children with special needs who want to send their children to a, a Jewish school, to a Torah school, are faced with an extreme challenge because, yes, you can, chen- you can send your child to public school for free right. and get a special needs education, right. but to send them to the private yeshivas, special needs school. So if you think tuitions are high for the yeshivas and day schools and so on, Triple it uh, or triple more. or quadruple it right. for special needs children. There are families that are facing annual bills of over $100,000 a year for their right. child. And you can imagine that's like, I don't know, I, I, told, I once talked in a shul somewhere and I said, you know, take your mortgage and probably triple it. You know, right. I think it's, it's, a, it's an insane amount of money that people need to have. And so a lot of things that are done to help these families make it through and be able to send their children to, to a Jewish school. And Chazde Soul to Soul goal and our mission is to help these children go to a Torah school, to a Jewish school, and to help their families cover the expenses associated with that. And so far it's worked, and it's and worked so far, well. And I don't know the exact number, but it is, it is a lot of families who've been able to help over all these years. Well, our, we're averaging around 50 or 60 children a year. Which is that, pretty amazing. That we help keep in school. And it goes without saying that this is the biggest fundraiser of the year. It's the really only fundraiser of the year. So the interesting thing about Chazi Sol to Sol is that we are all volunteer run. Right. There is no office. There is no paid staff. There is no rent. There's no salaries. Everybody who does this is doing it because it comes from their heart and because they believe that they want to help these children and these families. And so this is a once-a-year effort. We reach out to the community one time, one, one time a year. We don't bother. <laughs> we don't chase people you know, every month with some other campaign. This is a once-a-year campaign, and whatever we raise is what goes to the families. It's simple as that. Um, that is as simple as that, everybody, and that's why we're encouraging sponsorships. We're encouraging donations from people who can't be there on February 24th. If you can't be at the concert, feel free to uh, uh, to buy tickets and to contact the organization. Let them know you want to support them, 718-604-1234 or jewishtickets.com. Yassi Sofer, what could you add about the great work of Chazde Soul to Soul? 
uh, <coughs> 13 years ago, Mika and I uh, got involved. I got involved uh, especially because I have a brother who has special needs and the cause is very close to my heart. Um, so we started on a small role of just, you know, helping them with the way their uh, posters looked. <laughs> we, f- we felt that the, it could need an upgrade. And from there, we, uh, we got into the board and we got a lot more involved. This year, Shmulin uh, Cyril asked us to uh, to step up a little closer to the front and you know take more of a leading leading role, and that's what we do. So Mika is involved in the production. I'm trying to help uh, raise funds with my connections and people I know, and it's been great. Uh, I hope support is coming from outside of Crown Heights as well. Are you getting the feeling that people all around the community are getting into this? I get the feeling that everyone is uh, close to this because in every community there is a uh, same need. Right. And it's not something that you have to explain. I mean, it's uh, self-explanatory. And Baruch Hashem, we have a good feedback. Chazdei Soul to Soul, the 24th of February. Be there and uh, support an amazing cause that helps so many families every single year. Will there be uh, transportation from Crown Heights for those who are used to having the concert in their backyard? Mika? Uh, yes, we are going to be having a few different options, valet parking, buses. Um, stay tuned. We're going to be publicizing that very soon. You know, I don't want to say anything, but valet parking at the Master Theater is a big one. That's a yes, big thing. Yes, So we're definitely going to be providing that for Not everyone. the easiest neighborhood to park in. So we've, so, got, we've gotten that message loud and clear, yeah. and uh, <laughs> so we're, we're making pl- appropriate plans. We're, we're planning for uh, parking facilities. We're planning for valet parking. We're planning for transportation options. So we're going to do our best to make it as easy as possible for people to come to the show and have an amazing evening of entertainment and feel good about themselves going home, knowing that they not only enjoyed themselves but did something really, really good. Somehow you do this right every year. You know, see, these, the these are two of the reasons, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I got to tell you that the people that have been involved in Soul to Soul through these years, helping us and working with us, you know, I'm we, we are consistently blown away by the chesed that comes out of people and their willingness to help and jump in. And these are professional people who have really like full time jobs in their <laughs> lives. And and many of those people actually bring their talent to Soul to Soul. Like uh, we've had, a, you know, Yankee Teitelbaum who who for so many years did amazing videos for us, who runs a pretty busy video studio. Sure. Uh, the name of his new, of his company, I forget the name. Flow Motion. Flow Motion TV. And like all these years, he did this stuff for us because he just felt it was important. So it's rare, I think, to find professionals who are willing to do their profession and, and do it because it's an important cause, not because they're getting paid as a job. And I think that's, I feel, has been one of the differentiators of this organization is that, is that, Somehow or another, people are touched enough to want to do this and help. 100%. Uh, tribute to the community, to say the least. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, not only are eighth day, Yishai Dode and the reunion of Oif Simcha is going to be on stage that night, but a couple of very uh, professional uh, musical people and production people have been brought in. Mendy Boren, you said, was one of them, and you said the other one was Davidi Crumby, uh, who are both going to be uh, taking roles in terms of production and direction of that night. And you will feel the difference at the Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Starts at 7 p.m. It's a week from Sunday night, right? A week from Sunday night, the 24th of February. You know about the ticket prices. You know about the VIP seats. You know about the sponsorship opportunities and how we're encouraging everybody to donate, even if you can't be there. Purchase tickets. Be in touch with Schmully, and he'll tell you that uh, those tickets will be put to good use uh, for families that need them. But you could sponsor those tickets as well. 
Go to jewishtickets.com, jewishtickets.com. Go to Judaica World on Kingston Avenue in Crown Heights or dial 718-604-1234, 718-604-1234 and support the great work of Chazdei Soul to Soul. Anything we've left out this morning? Get your tickets now. It will sell out. I think it always sells out, right? We've been, yes. we've Isn't been it always like either very close or almost completely or, or completely sold out? Thank right? God. Thank God it's been that way. Yeah. Most years. It, doesn't, it doesn't make it so that we're not afraid anymore. Right. I got that. Still, it is It is 10 days before the concert after all. So that's the time to be nervous. We have a lot of faith in them. We have a lot of faith in the community and they've come through for the, for the children every year and uh, we're sure they will again. But we do encourage people. I will say the $25 tickets have sold out. Wow. So right now the only available tickets are 36 and and the 50s and 75s and the and the VIPs. Right. Um, and uh, so the sooner you the sooner you buy your tickets, the better seat you'll have at the better at the better price. And uh, you also have faith in Eighth Day and Yishai and I've Simchas to make this an amazing show and really bring in the crowd. So, so I think one of the things that's going to be every year we try to put on a show that's an extra has an extra spark of creativity right. right it's it's easy to tell an act okay we hired you go on stage do whatever you do and i'm not going to get involved right but we've tried every year to really add something unique add something different push performers to expand their boundaries <laughs> <Get a limit. laughs> um you know force people to be more creative uh think outside the box and so we're doing the same thing with eighth day and with yishai and I think that there's going to be some really interesting things. I think one of the things that beautiful things about getting two acts on stage is not just to have two shows, two acts on the show, but to make sure that those acts actually interact. Right. So we've been working with them very closely to make sure that there's a lot of collaboration going to happen in this show. Between- I'm glad you mentioned this before we ended because now I have to think about this. This could be some very interesting interaction between I've Simchas and Eighth Day. Very interesting. Correct. And probably a lot of fun. So. And that's the goal. That is the goal. All right, everybody, get your tickets. Uh, thank you, Shmuley, our best at Cyril, of course, and thank continued you. success with Chazdei Soul to Soul. A pleasure meeting uh, Yassi and Mika Sofer. Mika, you could follow her work at COL Live, and Yassi, you could follow his work in Crown Heights, I assume? At uniquead.com. On the web as well, not just local in Crown Heights, but uniquead.com. And I thank all of you for joining us here this morning at JMA. And we'll close out with an eighth-day selection. Thank you very much. Continued good luck. Everyone get your tickets. Get ready for another big event. The Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn is amazing. It's a great venue. Eighth Day's amazing. I've Simchas. We cannot wait to see what that's all about with their big reunion. And, of course, Yishai Lapidot, as you just saw recently at the Hess concert, is an, um, an incredible composer and a phenomenal performer. You get to see him in all his glory that night. JewishTickets.com. JewishTickets.com. Sponsor the event. If you want to support families, sponsor the event at 718-604-1234, 718-604-1234. You are listening to JM in the AM. Words won't make you smart A little bit of sun won't dry you out Two raindrops won't end this drought But a little bit of friendship goes a long way If you got a friend, you'll be okay A little bit of friendship goes a long way It'll bring you some muzzle, you'll be okay So give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle Give me a whistle, a whistle and click Give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle Give me a whistle
Sweet. 
When it's not about me You're blessed when blessings you say It's a gift when you give it away That's how this life was meant to be Eighth day wrapping up the hour for good reason They are the uh, headliners with Ishai Lapidot And I have Simchas for the Soul to Soul concert And I want to thank everybody for joining us this morning Here at JMM to discuss That big event coming up on February the 24th Wednesday morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
J.M. in the A.M. with Shmuel Younger, Macha Brocha, before that, Baruch Levine, Usha'aftem, from the album entitled Peduscha here at J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, as I mentioned, our uh, wonderful friend, New York State Assemblywoman, Neely Rosick, is with us live via telephone. Uh, Neely, of course, is a uh, New York State Assemblywoman representing the 25th District of New York State, and uh, that includes a lot of communities dear to us, including... Flushing and Hillcrest and Fresh Meadows and Bayside. Um, and Neely was born in Yerushalayim, believe it or not, yes. And she is the only, as far as we know, the only serving member of government in this country who was born in Jerusalem, Israel. Assemblywoman Neely Rosick, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom. Thanks for having me back. A pleasure. How have things gone in the early part of this session of the New York State Assembly? Well, I can tell you, it. we've been off to the races, and um, so much has happened in the last couple of weeks, which is exciting and very different than business as usual. Um, and in fact, it's so busy that I'm actually still in Albany, surrounded by snow. <laughs> so I hope New York City weather has, has treated you be- better. But Well, we we, uh, we dodged a bullet yesterday, but uh, <laughs> up at Albany, they don't have the same luck. Look, uh, the bottom line is what you just said, uh, I think, subs it all up. We're used to inaction. We're used to <laughs> we're used to the brakes being put on, on any type of movement up there in Albany. It's interesting that you say that since the beginning of the session, it's felt like a lot's been happening and that uh, a lot has been accomplished. I, I assume you mean a lot's been accomplished in addition to just happening and uh, uh, and different things being debated and passed. Absolutely. And, you know, issues that you and I have long talked about, just, you know, as, as issues that were on the back burner for many, many years, um, now actually have a chance of getting discussed and, and coming to the forefront and being debated on the floor. Um, and I'm really excited about that opportunity. Um, it's a whole new Albany, and there's a whole group of new legislators who have hit the ground running, and, and it's an exciting time, as I mentioned. Well, yeah, and as you know, there's uh, there are people in this audience who are happy to hear that, and there are people in this audience who are sure. uh, who are skeptical about the direction that Albany is taking. But I guess we need to give all of that a little bit of a uh, of a chance to see how things go. Um, well, you have been one of the more outspoken public officials in this country, frankly, for those who follow you on Twitter and uh, notice your uh, your public statements and reaction uh, to what seems to be an epidemic of anti-Semitism, at least public statements that seem like anti-Semitism from certain legislators in the United States. And, and we asked you on this morning to get your, again, you're born in Yerushalayim, uh, you, you, you get the whole thing when it comes to our community and our community being a target. We brought down this morning so you could uh, give us your impressions of, of what this national scene looks like to you and what you think both you as a public official and we as regular people might be able to do in reaction to it. Yeah, and you hit the nail on right on its head. I mean, hate crimes and anti-Semitism have been on the rise, not just nationally, but right here in New York. And what I've prided myself on is really focusing on any and all of the issues surrounding that that don't get enough attention. Um, I mean, just last week, the yeshiva in upstate New York was vandalized with swastikas and set on fire. Um, That incident hardly got any coverage, likely because there were no fatalities. 
And Nahum, you know better than anyone else, right, until Jews started getting shot and, and murdered regularly in Europe, from France to, to Denmark, you know, mainstream media didn't really report much about the rise of European anti-Semitism until Pittsburgh. Many didn't think anti-Semitism in America was a serious issue either. Over the last two years, I've really tried to highlight this issue, all forms of hate crimes that are on the rise um, and anti-Semitism that we see in our midst, because if we don't root it out before there are fatalities, you know, it's going to be really, it's really bad for our community. So here, uh, just if I can give you a couple of examples, um, you know, earlier this year, we uh, worked on getting anti-Semitic license plates off the roads by sending a letter to the DMV. And and these were vanity plates purposely done by people who wanted to spread aid, right? Basically. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they are... People, self-proclaimed neo-Nazis. Right. Right? They, wanted, they wanted to spread certain messages. They took advantage of the fact that that when you order a vanity plate, not everything is caught. Exactly. Exactly. And and incite hate, right? That is the whole purpose of, of what they're trying to accomplish. Um, for two years, we've been asking the president to appoint a special envoy to monitor and combat anti-Semitism. I sent multiple letters over the years. Last week... Elon Carr was finally appointed to the post, so that gives us hope that something will happen. Um, and just last week, I sent a letter with Senator Brad Hoyleman from Manhattan to New York's Division of Criminal Justice Services. Um, they have not reported or put out the report on hate crimes um, in 2017 and 2018, where we saw a tremendous spike. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks and months, we'll get these reports and put them online um, because they actually provide essential data for not just legislators, but policymakers out there, advocates, and the general public to see what is going on. Um, And in all of these instances, you know, that's why I focus on hate crimes in our community. That's why I introduce legislation to implement hate crimes training for law enforcement agencies in New York, which we've spoken about on your show in the past. Um, And it's why I continue to bring people together in coalitions and roundtables with community leaders from across New York um, and across communities, because this is such a critical issue that we are seeing is not going away. It's going to get worse. Assemblywoman Neely Rosig is with us, New York State Assembly, representing Queens. Um, okay, and the other issue that uh, that I alluded to is that there are certain public officials of the Democratic Party in this country that are making statements that, that seem uh, anti-Semitic, uh, that conjure up old images of uh, the way people... Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. That conjure up old images of the way people throughout history have viewed Jews and have spread rumors about Jews uh, I know that in some cases there have been some apologies issued. Some people question the way those apologies have been handled. We'd like your impression of this whole situation. Listen, I don't think it seems like anti-Semitism. It is. Um, I think we can all agree that she has repeatedly used anti-Semitic tropes, either intentionally or not, and that is deserving of condemnation. Um 
But I think also if we're serious about confronting anti-Semitism, we need to be willing to see it even within neighbors or political allies, people on our side, people on the other side. Um, We just have to have a united front in combating it, right? The comments that were made this week by Representative Omar, you know, are, are really egregious. But when Steve King who is also a representative, uses um, or makes comments that are in line with neo-Nazism and nationalism, like those also have to be condemned. Um, And so I think we have to look within our own party and be willing to confront it when we see it in others as well. Do you think that it was pressure, in her case, do you think it was pressure from fellow Democrats that that got her to... uh... Uh, to try to change her uh, pu- public per- her public image uh, uh, at the moment this week? Do you think that, I mean, I, the reason I'm asking this is because I'm wondering if someone like yourself, you know, state legislator, you know, we, we get that. I'm not a member of the United States Congress. We get that. But a state legislator and somebody, especially with your background, if, if you would express to her or would make a, uh, a public statement or even, I don't know, maybe, you know, write a letter, uh, to her, to leaders of the Democratic Party, by what she's done. I, I mean, from our vantage point, that would have a tremendous effect. Do you feel the same way? I do, and I try to do that within my own body as well, within the own, our own legislature, um, because people have to reconsider their their stereotyping, their presumptions. They have to be open to learning, and we have to be willing to do that amongst our colleagues, right? or in either party, and we really have to be opening up the conversation, the learning, um, because we need to have dialogue, right? Like, that's the only way that this is going to get better. Um, But certainly when when, when I see it at the local level, the state level, the national level, like, I'm going to call it out. That's just how how we have to address it at this point. Because we know you the way we do. We had a feeling you would say that, and we are thankful to you for that um the um the average person uh the regular people like ourselves who don't hold public office also have to react also have to send letters also have to make statements also have to utilize whatever public forum they have uh in order to uh, participate in combating these uh these types of statements and these uh uh these false anti-semitic comments and i'm sure you would encourage everybody listening to not just rely on people like yourself in public positions, but the average person out there, the regular person out there, needs to uh, be active in this as well. Absolutely. I mean, making a phone call, sending an email, it's not trivial. It actually matters and has an impact. And I would say one of two things. One, it's important to call it out when we see it and when something bad is happening, but also to be supportive of those advocates, legislators, or neighbors who are doing the right thing on Israel, for the Jewish community, um, even sending, you know, a tweet or an email saying, thank you for standing up for our community. Um, We like to hear that as well, right? Not just when something's going wrong, but also when there's something to celebrate. You know, um, Assemblywoman Neely Rosick, uh, we've met, we've met students in city colleges in New York and I'm giving this example specifically because it really has happened. So it's not a general thing. Um, it's not a hypothetical thing. Uh, we've met students who, 
enjoy a nice social life on their college campus in New York City until they reveal at some point that they served in the IDF. And and we've had situations like that where they literally are ignored by people who had become friends with them because they were dis- it was discovered that they were members of the IDF. I wonder if you have had any encounters with people because you're such a personable, friendly person. I wonder if you've had encounters with people um, where uh, where weeks or months later that friendship changed because they discovered you're originally from Jerusalem. Has anything like that happened to you? Not to me personally. I guess I've been fortunate enough um, and also open enough about who I am and my identity. Um, I would I would say this. You know, when I went to New York University, it was a very different feeling than what students probably feel right now. Um, That dynamic on campuses has shifted, and it's really unfortunate that that occurs to students who are, you know, just trying to do the right thing, make friends, study, get get up on their academics. Um, And it's a really big dynamic shift since I went to college, and that's something that we have to really fight for um, and take responsibility for and maybe even legislate on. Yeah. Uh, great having you on. You, uh, you, you, got, you, <laughs> you got the right perspective, and it's always great to hear it because uh, we, we, wonder, we wonder what some of our public officials are thinking and doing, uh, whether it's in Albany or anywhere else, and it's great to, uh, great to speak to you. I hope, hope everyone's doing well in Queens. You're going to visit them this weekend or not? <laughs> I will be around, yes. There you go. Well, I'm going to give you an early Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, and thanks for having me back again. And I'm going to remind everybody that your name stands for Netzach Yisrael Lo Yishaker. And and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks again. Neely Rosick, she's amazing. Assemblywoman from the 25th Assembly District in New York State. Born in Jerusalem, Israel. Pretty amazing. Wednesday morning broadcast. More coming up at JM in the AM.
Shekhsi bi bi khamlanish mas 
What is it? <laughs> what could I do for you? This is going to sound just utterly ridiculous to you, but I'm moving, you see? And in an old coat in a trunk, I found this shoe repair ticket that must be seven or eight years old. It's for some shoes I brought in before I went into the Navy, and then I moved away from Brooklyn, and now I found this old ticket. And I know it sounds ridiculous that you would have the shoes after seven years, but I took a chance. Oh, I get it. You're that fellow from Candid Camera. <laughs> No, 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 sir. Honestly, look, look, here's the ticket. Let me see it. Are you out of your mind? We haven't even used the numbers in years. Next! No, please, sir. No, no, it was a long trip here from Baltimore. I know it's ridiculous, but please, take a look in the back. All right, all right. I'll look. I'll be right back. This is very embarrassing. But after all, they don't make shoes like they used to. How can I be foolish enough to think that after seven years, that they would still... Hey, mister from Baltimore, Maryland. Yes? You're not gonna believe it. You mean you found my shoes? Was it with half soles, leather heels, and metal tips? Yes, yes, that's right. It'll be ready Tuesday. <laughs> oh yes, nothing like an other comedy segment at JM in the AM Wednesday morning on this 13th of February and the 8th of Adar 1. Good morning all. 36 degrees, partly cloudy and a high temperature of 41 degrees. Uh, you heard Tov Lahodos from David Gabe. Maishi Menlowitz had Shaka. You heard Vayahi done by Shlemi Daskal. Wednesday morning at uh, 17 minutes before the hour with a reminder that at 9 a.m. Yoni Pollock hosts Bite Size. Tova Heller of Tova Talks will be on the program, joined by Cindy Wiesel, coordinator of Camp Drawer. At 11 a.m., it'll be Avrami with a live lunch from Israel. Make sure to join him. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Lipa.
J.M. and the A.M. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's Avremo with Hashem Yilachem Lachem. Zevi Weinstock, Ari Tzucker together, Ashir Shal Shevach, Oev Shalom done by Lipa, David Gabe in there with Tov Lahodos. Wednesday morning, 36 degrees, partly cloudy, a high 41. Plenty coming up now at uh, 9 a.m. with Bite Size, uh, hosted by Oni Pollock. Today, Tova Heller of Tova Talks is joined by Cindy Weisel, coordinator of Camp Drawer. That's happening during Bite Size between 9 and 11 o'clock. At 11 a.m., it's a live lunch. Avrami hosts a live lunch from Israel coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Um, tomorrow morning, we're back. Plenty of uh, great programming on on all through the day at the Nahum Siegel Network. Don't forget, you can sponsor part or all of a JM the AM broadcast in honor of someone in memory of somebody, etc., etc. Go to fjbunity.org for information. fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. All the info is there. Sponsor a broadcast and to support the great work that uh, is done every single day here at the Nahum Siegel Network, appreciated by thousands, and we do not take that responsibility lightly at all. And I thank everybody for tuning in. A reminder, as um, Shmuley Goldman and company reminded us earlier, eighth day, Yishai Lapidot, the reunion of Ife Simchas, all happening this coming uh, February the 24th, a week from Sunday, at the Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Tickets available at jewishtickets.com, jewishtickets.com, Judaica World on Kingston Avenue in Crown Heights, or by dialing 718 604 one two three four seven one eight six zero four one two three four. Achenu Bishrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Wednesday for us here at Jam the AM. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock is next. Live lunch with Avrami at 11 o'clock. Plenty tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Wednesday.
Baltimore and Alchemist Eagle reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.